one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. last week or maybe the week before when I said I don't think this is going to be a very crude drama heavy season from you... the preview of next week or I was incorrect I was I, wrong you were wrong <laughs> and mainly because May 2 May 2 and, and Lexi yeah and Lexi but golly I I am not a May 2 fan uh, I doubt he has many fans. Y'all, I told you before, you can't trust a Matthew with what one a, T. What a strong stance you're taking. I'm t- if, if, if you're a <laughs> how fucking brave, a, how brave how you are brave. to come out as a Matthew hater, Matthew hater. How I'm brave a hater, but I will say, if you're a lady, I'm a hater. I, I don't or, like him <laughs> or gay men or whatever. If you're fucking someone named Matthew and they have one T. He's gonna cheat on you. You're oh, gonna get wow. fucked over. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I would I say that. Not no. You want a two T Matthew? Okay. Let's just get on with it, y'all. I this just, is below deck med. This season is below this is reality guys. Below deck med season six. Six episode four. Love at first night. Love what? at first bite. Oh yeah, because Z says that. Yeah. Love at first night. That's the name of it. Um, yeah, that Z said that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm aware. Um, uh, I just want to say, Z's a, Z is an aggressive kisser, and I'm into it. It No, it was such a messy kiss, though. It wasn't even aggressive. We need to talk. Don't don't get into the episode. We have to make announcements. Ugh. Fine. Um, I'm sorry. I have to be the one to... to List structures of well, rules. Welcome to my world. Normally, oh, when you're on. going off on a tangent. Um. Uh. By the way, y'all, I'm still getting your uh your your messages that saying Gatorade was different. <laughs> I'm, no I get, I get two or three a day. A shit. <laughs> no one gives a shit. I if drank you a could, great if Gatorade you, today, and it was delicious. If you can send me, I need. I need actual. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. There's already gonna be a rant for you to talk about food later. I'll give it to you. Oh, I know exactly what I'm gonna talk about. Uh, 
Um, y'all. So, y'all, we're doing we're new show alert. I don't know why my ambulance is like an ambulance. It's a sad, alert. sad ambulance. <laughs> it's just like a, a um, cat just queefing. It just sounds bad. <laughs> y'all, we're doing uh, on HBO Max, we're covering F Boy Island, otherwise known as Fuck Boy Island. Fuck they can't boy. say it. But um, uh, it is basically all you need to know is it's 12 quote unquote nice guys and 12 F boys trying to win the affections of three beautiful singles women, obviously. Yes. Uh, because we can't have gay people on a show. God hey, forbid. God forbid. <laughs> so. Oh, she's there's a there's a motorcycle. I think. Someone's, oh, dude, I, yeah. It's I I like, is it. she moving something? Oh, no. Y'all, so, hold on. Actually. I'm excited about it because it seems like it's going to be mocking basically all the shows that we recap, like Love is Blind, Love Island, The Bachelor. I think yeah. it's going to be a very sex positive. I'm excited for it. We're gonna That comes out at the end of July, I believe. It's the like, 29th. Yeah. So we have that. And then y'all. And that's on our hey, free feed. That's on our free feed. And also, hey, guys, we're back. Silver Strong. Silver Strong. <laughs> Darcy, queens of the world. Queens of the world. Darcy and Stacy is back. I purchased cough drops for me in Oklahoma. Poodle <laughs> has a stash in Los Angeles. Yeah, I ordered some more. We're um, ready. It, it the first seven minutes of this episode looked spectacular. I think yes. you've, you've already you've already probably seen it uh, yes. if we, by the time this is airing. Um, yeah, because Darcy drops on July nineteenth, and this show it's going to be 20. spectacular. It's going to be real good, y'all. Real very excited good. to see drama. Uh Stacy, whether she can give Florence Fly on the baby. Yeah. <laughs> We've got other stuff that's dropped, but we feel like we mentioned a lot. We have other things that are dropping on Reality Gays Extra on their Patreon and Supercast. Yep. So you can sure to check that out too. We've got a lot of stuff coming. Basically, this the next three and a half weeks, we're getting raw <laughs> fucked by content. I know. And it just it it just happened that way. It just it, happened that way. Yeah, just happened anyway. that way. Um, <laughs> I think that's it. Let's jump into the episode. Let's jump into the episode, y'all. Um, they are they're out and about. Remember, this episode ended. They went out for their first kind of night out. Their first after the the their first charter's done, and they went out for the night on leave. Out. Yeah. And the episode kind of ends with Matt saying to Lexi, "Look, you would never hang out with me." And let's Truth. be honest, I would never hang out with you in real life. No, he could never hang out with her. Yeah. Truth, truth, truth. But y'all, he She would never it. give him the time of day. So now we kind of get the bump, bump, bump after of this. Oh, and Lexi is just kind of like, what? And she's, it's funny. Lexi is acting all scandalized when she really wants to say, but she would never say this on camera. But you know, she a part of her wants to say, yeah, you're right. I would never talk to you. Well, she says things later on. She's like, the crew, this is like a crew of fours. Like, she's awful. She's awful. Yeah. And Katie is not, Katie's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. this is some bullshit I'm not going to get into. <sighs> so, that it, it, nothing really, there's not a fight or anything, but it <clears throat> is setting up that y'all... Matt and Lexi hate one another, and oh, it's just yeah. gonna, and it's just gonna get worse. It's gonna get well. It's interesting because 
I feel like women like Lexi, I shouldn't say women, but well, this is special for beautiful women, pretty privilege. A lot of women like Lexi feel like they can badmouth men like Matthew because they want, because she immediately says they want to sleep with me. So they'll take the abuse that I give them. The, I, I think that's a pretty privileged thing. Yes, yeah. I've had and, pretty privileged friends that have been like yeah, that. And there's this kind of, but she doesn't do that with other people on the crew. She doesn't yes. do that with other, uh, but there's a, there's something about, and there, it's because Matthew is above her in authority, but however, he's this kind of geeky looking, nerdy looking guy. And the first day he's like, I'm going to, I'm really going to get along with you. So she already has that. She's like, I can say anything I want to him. Mm-hmm. I can kind of bully him. And the thing is, you guys, he outranks her big time. Big like the, time. Like the thing, basically, it's like Captain Sandy, the chef. <laughs> like, I mean, and you, and especially when she's down there in the galley, the, no one talks to the chef this way, y'all. No. Maybe, no. maybe your chief stew or your, um, or your bosun in a, in a, in some ways, you, you can come in on equal footing. But you can't, t- oh boy. Boy, if I just imagine what someone like Ben or Adam would have said to Lexi if she had said any of that. They would have screamed at her, then went to, and this is what should have happened. They would, uh, Matthew, Matthew should have said, heard that, and she should have gone to Katie and said, your second stew is pulling rank, and this is not to be tolerated. Deal with her. Yeah, and then if that wouldn't have worked, then they would have. And they, this has happened before a lot of seasons. They would have traipsed her up to Captain Sandy, and Captain Sandy was like, "Well, what's not working here?" And then she <laughs> tried to like work it out with her lesbian mouth, um, and she, she tried she tried to make things work, and and it would usually wind up with Lexi getting fired, toot sweet. And I think they're just keeping her on for the drama. But because this is y'all, this shit would not fly with anyone nope. else. They're keeping her yeah. on because it's fucking COVID and they can't That's get through. <laughs> it's such a, it's such a different. It's y'all, probably they, true. No, no, uh, no one is expendable. Yeah. Um. So basically, y'all, they they hate they hate one another. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> as a friend, as a mentor of mine once said, it's like two cats in a note sack. <laughs> That's what it's like in there. That must um, have been like a church choir director. Fred Kern used to oh, say that. Oh, yeah, our piano. We just found out he passed Fred away. Fred Kern, he passed away. Y'all, I'm he was sorry. A, a wonderful, gay, amazing Fabulous piano gay. From yeah. North Texas, which we're going to yeah. talk about North Texas later. Um. So we are? We are. Yes, we are. Why? Oh, I'll tell you. <laughs> no. No, I don't want any <laughs> stupid North North Texas or Oklahoma moments. No, of, is, is it relevant be... to the show? Is it Maybe. relevant to the show? Maybe I'll make that decision. So it turns out, y'all, this is our first night. Courtney's a woohoo girl. We all um, know. We all know woohoo girls. You can't um, take the girl out of Wales. Oh boy, we all. If you've ever partied with Welsh girls or just Welsh people in general, they're crazy and they love to go hard um so 
They are at summer camp. At summer camp, it would be enjoyable. Like I knew, I already knew to stay in my lane. But y'all, when we taught at summer camp, there was a lot of people that would come over in the BUNAC program. They would come over from Australia and Great Britain, and yeah, the Aussies would go hard. The Welsh girls would go harder. But Poodle. <laughs> Would always, I'd always party with them. He would al- and he would always try to keep up with them. And he, you were good, but you mm, never could. It'd be me and the kitchen crew. You never <laughs> could. The last ones at the bar. <laughs> and me and Lydia. And Lydia. <laughs> and they're just, they're drunk, but kind of half, like able to hold themselves I'm up. Like, and, I'm, and Poodle's I'm Roy Orbison Jr. drunk. Yeah. Or as, like to, or as I like to call, drunk Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> when he, we're going to talk about drunk anyway, Yoda Anyway, they're later. having fun. Lloyd's busting out his dance moves. Uh, who, y'all, Lloyd is becoming my favorite member of this crew. Definitely. He's very likable. I, I definitely, he's my favorite. But um, Courtney is such a party girl. She actually spent hours and hours teaching herself how to twerk. Because <laughs> she knew it would come it in would handy. Come in- <laughs> So they're they're all spanking Courtney because this like, is the this, this is the first night out, y'all. This is like this, and they come back and they're doing this on the ship. So this is almost like a, it's like a John Hughes movie when teenagers have a party <laughs> at home. Well, I don't know. This is this. You haven't watched the show, but this is usually doesn't get this crazy this fast because they don't really know one another. But this is a thing because they can't drink on charter and mm-hmm. it's very stressful. And so this is them blowing off steam. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is extreme for the first night. They get real. Most of them get very wasted. Very drunk. Yeah. Mainly because it's Z's birthday. Yeah. Um, I mean, at one point, David is trying to feed Malia. Oh. Because he's so smitten with her. Honey, um, David, that's not going to work out. I not going to work you. out at all. She will chew you up. She um, will. She will. She will. If even if you do hook up, it will not work. Mm-mm. She will. She won't tolerate any type of insubordination. No, she she's a man eater. She is. She's gonna get him. Although I think Tom Maya, <clears throat> he, he cheated. But I think um, I don't know if he broke up with her. She probably broke up with him. You think? Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, so. Also, there's, there's, there's a before they get there. By the way, when they're in the trucks on the way back, the way Matt said that line of "I'm oh, going to be disappointed," so gross. Yeah, and he said, "I'm going to be he's disappointed so if you fucking don't." Gross. Uh, he said, "I don't. I'm going to be disappointed if you don't fuck Courtney." And I just was like, and he Ooh. says things. He's like, "Yeah, this one likes you." He's, it was he's vile, y'all. I didn't Matthew like it. Matthew is disgusting. Did not like it. He's, you know what he is? He's being he's trying to be provocative by, by thinking that he can get a girl that way or he can be liked more by being very sexually provocative. Yeah, cuz I think he's very insecure but instead of embracing that he um has imposter syndrome. So he's yeah. really he comes off as like kind of narcissistic but he's he actually He plays the not. other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Poodle's uh, done that before to nab a few gay guys. <laughs> Nab a few guys in general. Yeah. Um, and some girls who I found out were the girls later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Lexi, Lexi, of course, because Y'all, who doesn't when you get drunk, you call Lexi, your mom. <laughs> Lexi's that girl who calls her mother when she's drunk. 
Because basically, that would never be me. I would never. My mother would say, "What are you calling me for?" I've never called my mother purposely. No, I've never called either of my. I've called family members, but I've never called my mother. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Has your mother ever seen you drunk? Um. Yeah, I think I don't know if drunk is the right. Well, I've come home uh, after something, and my I, not, drunk is not the right word. Maybe like two or three drinks in me. But yeah, Does she's she never say really something seen me. to you? Mm, not really. Now I've been at the table when my mother's ordered a second bottle of wine, and she's in her cups, and she's <laughs> just going, you know. I, I I don't know what I just don't know if I she gets real serious she starts sharing and it's very <laughs> uncomfortable you know when your dad and I got married I just knew the life would not be the same <laughs> and I was like I don't want to hear this it's creepy I actually know that part of your mother because she got drunk in an Italian restaurant outside of Cedar Sinai while you were in a coma and she started talking serious and then just cried at the table <laughs> And I had to console her. <laughs> yeah, she does that. Yeah. She does the cry drunk really well. She had to live through that, very, y'all. Very much like Darcy in that way. Um, yeah. So Z starts making out with Courtney. And I, and I disagree. This is not a passionate makeout. This is a messy, sloppy, violent makeout, which is not if, fun. I don't know if violent is the right word. Aggressive maybe it's a little bit. Yeah. On both of their, but it's very, um, yeah, it's, it's mean, not cute. It's gross. It's not, oh, it's gross. Yeah. It, it's the kind of makeouts that I've seen Jake do when I've been at bars. <laughs> and let's be I've honest, admitted. I've done them too. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little more sensual than no. they were. <laughs> Maybe no, I just think I, I am in the moment. I, 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 you have made out with a guy at Fiesta Cantina while you're still holding a chip with dip on your hand. <laughs> And I ate that chip after. You did. You did. <laughs> um, um, so, but, and so, of course, Matt, uh, Matt Machi's finally like, yeah, it's happening now. Oh, he's so gross. Like, like, he wants to watch up. or something. He's a cuckold. No, he's not a cuckold. Like, I don't know if what it is. You don't, you don't. And you say it all the time. I've never done it. Let what me tell it? you what cuckold porn is. Y'all, that's information, when, here it comes. That's when you're the person who's in a relationship mm-hmm. with that person. And you either watch or you are cuckolded just the idea of someone fucking your partner. So he doesn't, to cuckold, what he's just being a voyeur. So, okay, if, so if person A and B are in a relationship, yes. and person A has sex with person C, who is the cuckold? Uh, B. B is the cuckold. And so they're the person watching being like, yeah, Gary, way to give it Bang to Bang my him, wife. Yeah. yeah. What I'm saying, uh, watching it, is- Sharon, take it. Watch, watching isn't necessarily always part of the deal, but just the idea that you're- partner your wife or your husband uh it's more often i think when people refer to it as their wives uh, and the cuckold is always going to spread your butt cheeks when you're getting butt fucked no the cuckold right? isn't fucking no, no they're like helping you fuck they're like spreading oh. your butt cheeks so again they fuck, they're right? th- having them be a part of it isn't necessary boy the sex education we've gotten on this show <laughs> this month between this no. and the human centipede 
I feel I feel like I'm having to teach you about about all of this. Like all all you know is things that you saw in I I don't know in like Green dirty Gables. Of dirt. Yeah, exactly. Um. Anyway, so Lexi Lexi still uh, talks to her mom, and she tells that. Tells Malia I'm, I'm that a, she's. I've been drinking way too much. And she's way like, well, too much. why don't you? She's the mom's like, you should have thought about that before you called me. Maybe you should. You should work on your choices. So and I don't then, think that's what Lexi wanted to hear. And Lexi's like, well, mom. And then we find out because I don't know if we knew this. Well, mom, my dad, dad. No, died. we did. We did. Was it? Did we know it was three we, months ago? We did not know it was three months. That's what I'm saying. Like, dad died, y'all. Three months ago that's that's tough that's to go to go really on cool. a to go on a charter well maybe she was trying to get her mind off of it but i maybe it, no it she, does seem i think she was already committed to this because yeah, of COVID she had to and everything it. she had to do it she needed the money and i i felt for in that moment um then in the next moment not so much um so malia and, and she have a moment um uh, where where she kind of breaks down about it. Uh, the next day, well, no, 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 no. You, she does. Okay, I was, I've got to talk about this moment. Um, <laughs> I almost wanted to do this as a reality gay theater, but I can't because it's about somebody's dad dying. But it did it did not feel like an after school special of how to talk to someone who's had a death in their family because Lexi's basically is like. Lexi's talking about her mom's old school Christian, and Malia says, my mom is too. She's like, she doesn't like me to drink, and then let drink. And Lexi says, I just think she's holding on to things because my dad passed away three months ago. And the music. Yeah, and Malia goes, what? What? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so hard. And she's like, it's fine. I'm okay. You don't have to be okay. You know, your daddy's watching you, and he's your biggest fan. Oh, my God. That's what he said. He said, I, I was his biggest fan when I did pageants. And then she just lays her head on Lexi. And scene. <laughs> You're right. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. I think I'd already moved on to the next thing. <laughs> I I I really don't like Lexi. Boy. No, she's not. She is a really spoiled princess. The, the thing about it, you guys, and 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 we the people who watch this show and the fans of this show have very little tolerance for people like this. Because there have been there have been other mostly at Stews. Um, uh, boy, we had one, we had, we had, uh, what was her name? Laura. We had Laura last, last season, who was an absolute terror. And we have no patience for them because everyone's working. It's a hard job. It's a very hard job. You're, you're working, everyone's working. And for, for something to go well, every piston has to be firing. Every cog in the wheel has to be working. So you don't, (sighs) don't, I don't have a lot of patience for people who, Make make it personal, or um, and ironically, the, Le- Lexi doesn't either for other people. No, no, and she, ugh, boy. So later, the next day, 
Um, they're all hungover. As they're fuck. all hungover as fuck. Like six hours before their charter, and and David's like, I want to be helpful, but not very, not entirely helpful because I don't want Millie to know I'm completely into her and I completely jerk off about her. Jerk off to con- Meanwhile, Courtney, y'all, <laughs> Courtney and Poodle have something in common. <laughs> I I I used to I used to not remember. Now I don't get that drunk anymore. So but, this, Courtney's like, what? We what? made out. I kissed him. No, I didn't. No. So this is what I want to ask you: Does she? I'm like, you're lying. You totally remember she kissing remembers. him, and she's that bitch that lies yeah. about it. Yeah, I think she remembers. She got a yeah. couple of couple glasses, and then she realized, don't you don't this, this is not going to be a good showmance. She kind of probably evaluated it. I mean. I've been how she many times she could have not remembered, but she literally made out with him. Oh, it's true. I mean, can't you remember how many times did you have a gay part of your sexual awakening was getting drunk with your RA and then blowing him and making out? And the next day you're like, what happened? I don't remember that. Not my RA. Okay. Just me? That's a, that's a real breach. What he was, we were the same age. No, your RA is older than you, sweetie. Or one year, my RA was my first boyfriend was my RA. He was he was well, not no. I lived in a different hall. He was an RA at Bruce. I lived in Crumbly. Oh, that's fine. As long as he's not your RA, it's fine. But he was RA in Bruce. Yeah. I just I I immediately just went. Oh, it's fine. I I suck. I uh, we I blew him on his futon, and the next day I'm like, what happened? Where? I don't remember. And then you just pretended that it wasn't it wasn't real. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of gay people do that. Oh yeah. I mean, Poodle's been with a lot of straight guys. They're like, I don't, I don't know. I how think, did you get here? I think. Yeah. I think they would be that. Usually, I'm like, yeah, we fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be the first. Like, don't you remember? Don't let you me remember? let me now read you a long epic here. poem I wrote about it. <laughs> I, I, do you not? I have it. I have it. Uh, I've already posted it to Vimeo. You didn't see that? <laughs> there once was a boy named Derek. <laughs> no, there once was a boy named. That's it. There once was a boy named Sam who ate my ass like a Christmas ham. <laughs> so we. <laughs> Do you, should I go on, Sam? He wanted to be festive, and then he got <laughs> erected, and then he <laughs> fucked me good. <laughs> Even though those don't really rhyme. No, they don't. He then he fucked me hard again in the can. <laughs> um, that's a near rhyme. Okay, okay. So, um, the you guys, we have seen these guests before. Uh, this is well, Roy Orbison Jr. You have. I have not, but Poodle has. Yeah, you. Um, this is they're go, they're doing the pref sheet meeting. Roy mm. Orbison Jr. Now there are drinkers and non-drinkers, and I don't mm. remember. Katie, too do much they like espresso charter. martinis? Please no, please no. Um, and and this, so this is a short charter with repeat guests, so it's a big deal. So the, the pressure is on. Um, now, they also have small children, so fun. By the way, y'all you on know, a boat. Uh, you know Roy Orbison, one of my father's favorite singers. Actually, he loves I love Roy Orbison. If you haven't listened to his album, is it In Dreams or Dreams or? Was it his older? You know, I don't know any of the albums. I just know the like greatest hits. No, okay, yeah. we used to listen to Andrew. That's the one where, ironically enough, you mentioned Linda Ronstadt and Blue Bayou. Roy Orbison wrote that song. He did. The I first, didn't know that his cover of Blue Bayou is really good. Um, 
Really good. I uh, on today weirdly on KCRW Roy Orbison's song uh, "Only the Lonely" came on, and I was like, and then it was like Roy Orbison. I'm like, this is weird. It's well, all I'm, it's all coming together. Well, I'm a freaky. I'm more. Roy Orbison went to the University of North Texas. I did know that he's an alum, so that's what I was going to. talk I did about. know that. So that's the school that po- y'all Poodle and I went to a really famous music school. Yeah, and we're doing nothing with it now. <laughs> But we went Except to- <laughs> screeching into your ears <laughs> like prehistoric beasts. Yes, it used to be called North Texas State. But anyway, yes. So um, just, anyway, just go on your Spotify or whatever. I love Roy Orbison. Oh, he's so... He Crying? Did, oh, Crying. my God. He also did... Have um, you heard the Katie Lang version of Crying? Yes, I'm gay. Oh. Um, <laughs> yes. That's the way you should respond to everything. Yes, I'm gay. Yes, I'm gay. Of course. What? There's a lot of older songs that people don't, that people then covered. Um, oh shit! Um, I'd have to look, but there's a lot of covers that we know now, like Blue Bayou, that we yeah. don't realize are associated. He's with the male them. Carol King, kind of. <laughs> I you know what? I should not call. I should not call anyone the something something. They're all their own individuals. Anyway, that's what, that's what Carol King did. This she guy's wrote music all royalty. I think like his godparents were like fucking Hank Williams or somebody like or no like uh, something like that. Yeah, up the line guy. But I think he's um he has so uh, a lot of money. His wife is either Scandinavian, some type Swedish or Norwegian. Uh, I believe. Yes, yes, yeah. she is. So they have a lot of um, Scandinavian Scandinavian friends, um, and uh, there's some cribs for the kids. And it looks like Lex. I wrote down Lexi and Maytu are still bitching at one another with the provisions, and she says, "You need to come out on the dock and tell us where all these things go." And, and he says, "Stop it! So argumentative." No, this is when this is the thing, you guys. Matthew feels like Matthew is intimidated by women who look like Lexi because he Lexi's is. gorgeous, and 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 in a way, he instead of instead of saying, and he did it before, you can't talk to me that way. But he did it in an emotional way. But instead of saying, instead of instead of responding, you can't talk to me like that. You you say. In a very firm tone, don't talk to me like that. I am your superior, and I'm telling your superior. Because the way he does, yeah, I don't get the, it. Way, the way he does say it is like it's like a little kid saying, it is. "Mama said you can't talk to me like that." The and pretty girl, the pretty girl's mean to me. I'm telling you now, Maytu was always the whiner in his family. Totally, who just whined about not getting what he wants. Make you, if you want to be on the, the show, let us know. The let worst, know. the most annoying thing about him is that he makes good food. God, because it'd be so, we have a long history of chefs who kind of were okay at cooking, but they fucked up. Like there's a whole nachos thing that, that a lot of them have tried to make nachos in the past. They all fail <laughs> because American nachos are so specific. None of them know how to do it. Yeah. Um, but, and there's just, there's just a, a lot of things they just don't know how to do. But this is someone who cooks very well. And he was, says later, I'm not even, I'm not even really trained. I'm self-taught. Yeah, he is. And so, so they're still, they're still, and, and he says, um, the thing is, if he was just to tell Katie, Lexi is popping off at me and she won't stay in her lane. 
And this is all well, about... Katie's got other things to, to worry about with Lexi because Le- Lexi is already... Now, she's starting to get pissed because Katie wants Courtney to help with some service things. And Lexi's like, yeah, yeah like, you can give someone experience, but not on charters. Like, um, like Courtney's usually supposed to be... That role's usually supposed to... Third Stew is usually the laundry bitch. Now, this is... You haven't watched previous seasons. This is a grievance from the... This is a, this is a season-by-season grievance. Um... However, I'm saying that the, the third stew is always uh, laundry. Now, mm-hmm. some chief stews have rotated out, um, and but in general, uh, the third stew usually kind of comes up to help with other things, but they're in general they're laundry and interiors, um, and uh, and but Lexi, the thing is, Katie's the chief stew, and she says. I've, on every boat I've ever done, we've rotated. So that's what we're going to do here. So instead of saying, okay, that's my superior giving me, telling me how things are going to go, I'm going to learn about it consistently. Yeah. Oh, this is the worst kind of person to work on a boat with. She's Ooh. not. Well, because what she is, you know, and Matthew isn't either. You know why they fight? Because they're both very similar in that they're both not team players at yeah. all. Well, the thing is, Chef doesn't really need to be and that because of the rarity. True. That's true. But if you're second stew, yeah, you got to be a team player. Can you yeah. imagine what a terrible chief stew Lexi would be? Oh, <laughs> horrible. Um, horrible. Because we see later Lexi's like freaking out over nothing. Yeah, it, I was so confused why she was so upset. It was dumb. So Sandy is oh, trying. Before you talked about Sandy, remember. Oh, let's take a break. We need to take a commercial break, and y'all will be right back. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but. That all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. 
I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself.
up, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Captain Cindy. Have you ever been, if you've ever worked in a restaurant uh, or Not any, familiar. Job, any job really, and you've got a manager or a supervisor, and you've all been working to please one person or a group of people, mostly mm-hmm. hospitality stuff, when your manager uh, will go over with this shit-eating grin and say, how was dinner? Enjoy yourself? And and with such relish, they're like, "Oh, it's the perfect dip, great, great," and it and it and it ta- and it, you just watch them take all the credit for what it like almost spiritually take all the credit for everything that just happened. Mm-hmm. Andy's a genius at that. <laughs> it's one of the the smugness with which she does that all the time does get her a lot of hate, but. I, I hate it when she does it. It, it, it makes me want to like grit my teeth really hard. I mean, <laughs> yeah. but Captain Lee doesn't do that. Captain Lee will say, how's things going? But in a way that actively, in other words, he, she goes and asks them, but she already knows the answers. Captain Lee will say, blah, blah, blah. How's everything? Ev- good, good to hear. telling me that I'm going to want to get fucked by Captain you Lee. You are. He is daddy. And he's so, he is so, he's a, he's a great decision maker. He's fair. And when things get out of hand, he's like, well, what the fuck's going to blah, blah, blah. It's all kind of righteous. He's kind, he's kind of muscly too, isn't he? Oh, yes. He oh, is wow. daddy. You're going to, you're going to flood your basement the first time he has to do something really like last this past charter season when a woman was when a woman jumped in the ocean and they he, he kicked her off he's like you're not going to do that blah 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 it's fucking ridiculous i'm turning this around and dropping you off and i went whoo goosh do you need to excuse yourself i'm fine now okay maybe anyway. you, need to, you need to get it done I need to. Well, and we I've don't got, have I've any got, time this week. I've got so much going on because I'm going to be out of town for like oh, two boy. days. So anyway, uh, Courtney is going to. Um, I can't even hear it say with the, every time I would just. Courtney! Up, I know. Courtney is going to service, uh, and 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 of course, due to much to Lexi's dismay. Yes, and we see the charter. Are the, the the guests and they're all they're all coming there and the kids and the kids got the little tiny guitar case it's cute which I, kids. I roll my eyes at um and the thing about I will say Malia is having to walk Z through everything she really and she is. is being very patient very patient um 
I don't know if the other if other bosuns would do that. So it does I gotta seem give like her a props. lot. It seems like a lot. Yeah, and I'm new to this, but I'm like, I feel like he, I feel like it's like he knows nothing. No one's ever been this green. They've no. I don't. I don't. I don't. Someone. Someone will come at me and probably because there've been so many seasons, but rarely has this been someone's first boat. Has Below Deck been someone's absolute first? Like 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 they've never been on a charter before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it'd be different too if he was a little bit more, if he wasn't so worried he was going to fail. Oh, yeah. He's terrified. Yeah. So, meanwhile, you know, Matt Machu is, he's so excited. He's making food. His food catches on fire. I felt <laughs> like that's just an omen. Well, here's the thing. If you, if you, what, what do you do, you guys, if anyone who's trained in food, what do you do with the grease fire? You do not put water on it. You suffocate it. You give it no you, air. You give it no air. The you worst the thing you can do is to put water on top of it. Yeah. And it, you see how I it was, flared up, flared I up was like livid. He should have just put the lid on it. It, and it gone wasn't out. even a big deal. Now, gr- granted, it was a pretty big fire, but like I was. I was speechless when he put it in the sink. I was too. Um, yeah, it's just like, why don't he just like fan it? Yeah. Fan it with a towel. I was I was actually very shocked So when he did that. And I'm, I'm surprised that, I mean, there are cameras everywhere. I don't know if Sandy saw it, but um, but I, I'm shocked that it wasn't even issued, that, that the producer didn't say, didn't have an interview with him as in the moment. So, you know, you did, I see you, how do you handle that grease fire? Because that's y'all that could have set part of the kitchen on fire. That was dangerous. Oh, that was dangerous. And then he just keeps going. He just keeps going. Oh well. Oh well. Ooh, I'm gonna start singing something about something onions and onions. crying because I'm cool. Because I'm cool. Uh and so you guys, they are basically Lexi is trying to talk to Matthew, and he says, or she says, I'm setting up lunch now. That's not the way it's going to work. It's usually uh, uh, someone, I think it's usually the chief well, stew says. To, Kate, to Katie and be yeah. like, are we ready and, for lunch? And Yeah, and then it says, are we ready for lunch? And then she says, this, I'm setting up lunch now. It's just like, and, she's, and he's like, whatever. Um, so It's just ne- not, uh, she's just very, uh, yep. it's not. Meanwhile, y'all, as I've called him before, Drunk Yoda is getting <laughs> very drunk. And I say drunk Yoda because the more drunker he gets, he just is says things like, and he does a weird voice. And he's like, love you. I do. <laughs> That's what? accurate. Yeah. I'm telling you, drunk Yoda. I don't know. Was he raised in Sweden as well? Like He's got a little bit. I think I, think I remember him being raised in Yo, Sweden. Roy Orbison was a rock and roll star. Um <laughs> He partied with Johnny Cash, and yeah, he had drinking problems. So yeah. this runs in the family. He died. Um, he died young, in fact, not because of drugs. Though, I don't think right. but a heart thing, I believe. Um, so they're having, uh, they're they're making uh, food, and 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 Matthew is like, oh, I'm so excited. They like they they eat the food that I like to make, and it's like kids' food, and like I'm just so pumped for this charter. He's and like, like, I like I'm, to order of kids' food often when I go out. <laughs> I'm funny and cool and and relatable. 
and then, so I liked his like healthy food. And he's like, I present to you for lunch, pasta carbonara. God, that's what I, I would like. have taken, I would have been in a nap halfway through a bite. <laughs> I, I, that Y'all, that's a wonderful dish. And it's quite, it, there's bacon in it. It's just rich. It's yeah. bacon with cream and pasta. <laughs> now look. Poodle. I just liked him saying they eat healthy and blah, blah, blah. For lunch, something like pasta something carbonara. Like, probably <laughs> I, I'm going to let you have the floor right now, Poodle, because he says something that I feel like you have opinions about. This is a section I like to call Pood's Opinion. <laughs> uh, we're not going to have this section a lot, probably. But what, what do you want to hear about? H.U. says, who doesn't love kids' food? I love kids' food. Poodle, discuss. The 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 value or not value. What do you think about yeah. kids' food? Kids' food is uh, a, a fool's errand. <laughs> Here's why. Um, yes, it's, it's a gay man pontificating about what to feed your children. Your favorite things. Um, I understand why kids' menus have to be uh, done. Therefore, it's you know, one of the reasons is so restaurants can go, finally, the kids don't have to choose something so their parents don't have to order, they, or they order something and the parents don't have to send something back or order something twice. So it is, so the, a kid's menu is a very bland, easy thing to eat because people think that children don't have palates. Now, if you feed oh, no. kids adventurous things he said and, palate, and test their palate, then they will, and sometimes they won't like something. Mother Poodle made me try a bite of everything, and I didn't like it, <laughs> but I learned to do it. Um, and so, and I get parents who are saying, you know, this is just this is an exhaustive thing. I'm just, I'm here, have some chicken nuggets. I I totally understand that, but know that you're doing it to your child a disservice. That they won't <laughs> develop. Seriously, I'm talking to you. Um, I agree. We have a friend. We have a friend. She's an adult. She eats cheese pizza, hamburgers plain, french fries. <laughs> maybe, maybe a couple other things. Because her parents, she was a baby of the family. She was never made to eat anything. The rest of her family eats fine. Her family had given up <laughs> by the time she got there. Seriously. There's, I'm, I'm so scared. There's going to be parents now who just pulled onto the road. Me. Just no, but they're just sobbing and saying, "I don't know how to feed my child." And you know what? Uh, I have nieces and nephews. Um, my mother makes them. Uh, their grandmother makes them try things, and they usually like them. But my brother and sister-in-law are just like, "Here, eat this." You can you know. get some broccoli and cheese tots. Like even things like yeah. that are a way to introduce stuff to. Again, I'm. I know we're all, we're all stressed the fuck out, and your kids are like, "I don't want this cauliflower. I don't want to do this." But maybe just if you make them take a bite, uh, and they're they'll hate you for it. But if you make it be part of the rules, it it will not. It'll it won't give them hard and fast rules because if they don't try it. They will never decide if they like it or not, and most likely they will hate it. Um, uh, but yeah, that when people when children grow up to be super picky eaters, it's because they weren't made to try anything. That's it. I will uh, rant over. 
Okay. <laughs> I knew you were going to have to talk about it when he said, when he said, who doesn't love kids food? And I went, I literally audibly went, yeah. oh God. Now I love, I love like kids food. I love stuff like that, but I know I can't eat it every day. I love but some I, chicken fingers. But I also love like really weird things. Like I love, I love pad thai and I love like. They, they, they weird, had, they had Tom, Tom, Tom Ka soup and things like flavors that are strange. It's like when yeah. my Aunt Peggy and Aunt Darla came to California and I took them to a Cuban restaurant and you would have thought that I was serving them monkey's brains. Yeah, they did not like it. No. Even though it was so normal. It was just beef with garlic on top yeah. of a fried plantain. And rice and black and beans. Rice. Um, what, what's this, baby? <laughs> that's black beans, Aunt Peggy. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, you guys, they don't have uh, pork and beans. No, they don't. Um, uh, Matthew is just ri- riding high. Oh. He's so excited. Besides the grease fire, um, all the uh, drunk Yoda, as you called him, is yeah. still drinking. Hey, with me are you? Huh? What a get me. I think I want a I want a mule mule Moscow <laughs> and a um a vodka is it double is a double y'all this is not just a drunk charter guest no. this is this is almost obsessive trying to consume as much alcohol as he can it's a little disturbing it is it's it I and to the point that later on all his fellow charter guests are going to be actually uh, uh, really dismayed by it. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Now, um, meanwhile, y'all, okay, I don't know if you caught this, but Lexi needs some peace and quiet. Pageant <laughs> Princess needs some peace and quiet. So she goes in her room. Y'all, she's reading the good book. She's reading the Bible. I noticed that too. <laughs> she's reading her Bible at first, which I'm like, okay, great. And then there's a little edit. She reads her Bible, and then somehow she says, oh, you know what? This little piece of paper that I use is like a page holder for my Bible. Let me read this. And Malia comes in, and she's like, what's that? And Lexi says, it's my burn list. (laughs) And Malia says, oh, what? You have one of those? What? Wait, you're not a high school girl? And she's like, what do you mean? And she's like, it's just all the people that have wronged me. All the people who I want to inflict my the, wrath upon. My wrath, after I read my Bible, I was just reading the Revelation <laughs> part, you know. That inspires me. Um, when you I, go uh, through pageants, you, people do the evilest things, which is not wrong. But, wow, to, to, to have a list. And she said, also, it's just behavior that I don't like off to the behavior, side. Yeah. So, <laughs> y'all, I know we haven't been doing this show long, but... We ended up, there was a guy that I used to be in a circle jerk with who's now a yeah. PA for Bravo. Uh-huh. We got a hold of the exclusive yeah, we list. Got of, we've got the list of Lexi's uh, burn, burn list. list. So we're going to read it's a few written, items of that today. It's written on the back of a cocktail napkin here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, um, from Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's a big napkin, so that way you can yeah. write more. It needs to write all Everything's that. bigger at Cheesecake Factory. Poodle, what's the first thing on Lexi's uh, burn, the burn first, list? The first, uh, the first thing is um, 
the Florida judge, the Florida <laughs> judge from her last uh, beauty pageant. I won't yeah, say their name yeah. to protect their anonymity. Their anonymity. Um, okay. The next is the Georgia judge. Oh, oh. Um, from the last, uh, the judge oh. from Barbados. Oh, okay. Well, there's uh, this one is this one's marked off. Said, uh, let the air out of their tire. Okay. That is the judge from Antigua. Okay, so a lot of judges. Maybe we just skip over yeah. the judges. I okay, that's so like we, the we, first fifteen. We have to get through uh, that, and then um, sixteen is tacky butt. If you know what pageants are, you know what tacky yeah. butt is. It's annoying. Um, this th- it starts getting weird now. Okay. This one is just Kevin Costner. Oh, <laughs> interesting. You know, Waterworld was a terrible, yeah, terrible movie. Um, Chief Stews. Any chief stew. Chief I mean, stew. I really hate all of them. Um, uh, then this one is they, just a drawing of Matthew. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see. There's. Is that just she hates cream blush? I, yes. I don't know. Don't, I guess. Yes. Oh, and the creator of that. I love a cream yeah. blush, but I guess um, she doesn't. She also says this is interesting. Um, Terry uh, on Three's Company and any of the episodes. Uh, featuring Terry. Oh, the one probably, who the one who who yeah. she was a Suzanne Summers fan. It looks like she probably watched with her grandma. I guess she calls maybe. that filthy bitch oh. Terry. Yeah, okay. very strong feelings. Okay. Wow. Um, and looks oh, like a, I see, anyone who hates Narnia, the movies or the books, <laughs> I will kill them. Did you say Narnia? Yeah, Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she pronounces it Narnia. Like N A R N Y A Narnia. It was spelled wrong. Narnia. Narnia. Um, <laughs> that's all. Uh, um, that's all. It looks like. On. Then there's a lot of other behaviors on the side no. that says looking at me when I don't approve it, blinking too much. Yeah. Uh, Not people blinking who, enough. People who chew with their teeth. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Be- people who sleep and breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that's so. Y'all, um, she's got a. She's got a. No, I I will say it's okay to have your. It's okay pe- to have your uh, likes and dislikes in life. But people who wear that angel perfume by Terry Mugler. <laughs> Terry Mugler. 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 Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm surprised y'all. you said that right. Yeah. Well. Mugler. Or and, Mugler. Oh. I don't know. Who cares? Who gives a shit? I don't think I've ever heard it said out loud. No, I don't think. Oh, and the the last thing. What is that? I see. What is that? There's just one little word. What is that? What's the last word on that list, poodle? Um, Ants. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But not like Ants, the movie Ants, A-N-T-Z. Oh, the movie. She She wasn't a fan of that movie. Wasn't oh, I've she never was seen a it. huge Bucks Life fan though? Mm. Um, okay, yeah. Ants. So anyway, y'all, Lexi's list. I'm sure she's going to be adding more to that. She list will be adding more. Yeah, almost y'all, certainly. The fact that someone has this is terrifying. Is terrifying. Even Malia's like, "What the fuck?" And y'all, Malia's seen catty Crazy. behavior between in all five seasons. This is extreme. This is extreme. To also keep it in your Bible. <laughs> As your page holder. Y'all, she could really fuck. Y'all, Lexi could really fuck somebody up. Yeah. Yeah. Something, 
So and even she, oh, even the next day when she's, you know, as they're getting ready, they've got to y'all. There's going to be musicians that are docking on a boat, and so Lexi has to set up this table, and she's just like, "Oh, life is so unfair. Oh my God, you got to be kidding me! How?" And as and y'all, she's, and she's talking, she's not long for this boat. No, she's talking to the musicians, and Katie said, "Well." She's like, do they come on the stern of the boat? No, they're not allowed on the boat. That's why they're going to have another boat. Like, I, I immediately got this. She's yeah. When she said they're not allowed on the, because of COVID restrictions, I got it the first time. Yeah, I think she had not been in the preference sheet meeting. However, she did say that one time, and then, but then Katie had to tell her again. Like she's like, yeah. but how are they going to stand? Where are the dancers going to stand? They're not going to. They're on their own boat. And all this has to do with is that they're on the boat just looking at Katie, and Katie just feels uncomfortable and doesn't know what to do. Lexi. It's, or Lexi, I'm sorry. Instead of just sitting in her own skin and just like – Right. Again, because Lexi would never talk to any of these type of guys. No. Granted, if these were like a group of gorgeous musicians that were all hot, She'd be she fine. would be fine. Yeah. They're all fours to her. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So <clears> – <throat> That's when we find out. I wrote, some of these musicians are hot, y'all. They're all oh. these Croatian musicians. Ooh, and y'all, you know we're in the Dick Riviera. I'm going to take a spin <laughs> on the Dick Riviera. <laughs> Let them stick it and get it in. in. On the Dick Riviera. <laughs> anyway, y'all, um, it's hard to sing that when we're not together. It is, but very we will difficult. be. We'll give you a good rendition of Dick Riviera. Of Dick when we're Riviera. In a few Boy, weeks. I'm telling y'all, Croatia, Czech Republic. Oh. It's all. Oh. It's all a beautiful, wonderful playground. They just of penis. take it out of their pants, and it's all uncut and just wetter. Wet. Wetter than grandma's mouth after a, <laughs> after a blueberry pie. After she's gummed down a chicken leg. <laughs> she doesn't want to put her teeth in. She's just gum a chicken leg. To, drooling everywhere. That's what Croatian uncut dick is like. Woo. It's that wet. Wow. Wow. This is one of the things that... Uh, uh, Ronnie was talking about when he said they're filthy. <laughs> they're like, we, I could be talking about a burrito, and I don't want to eat it anymore because they're That's, so gross. Check out Watch What Crappens. I think they talk about Below Deck too. Funny, they funny do, queen. yeah, definitely. They uh, were on Watch What Happens. I was this, so I'm so happy for them. Their impressions are so fucking funny. I love uh, them both. I think was the, I think it was Ronnie or Ben is like I got to really give it to because. I'm really loving this season for just the acting performances. <laughs> um, oh. So later on, uh, Courtney and Z are still awkward because they're still awkward. Yeah, he, I think it's because she. He's like, I'm not going to bring it up, but she really doesn't want to bring it up. No, and I think she's, she's not into her. Yeah, she's really not, and he is agree. into her. Yep. But y'all, she just got drunk and made out, and it was yeah. his birthday. She's thinking, "I gave him a birthday kiss, big boo." Right. Uh, so we, we, I talked to a little bit earlier about Katie saying every boat I've worked at has been rotation of services, service interiors, and then laundry. And Lexi's still not having it. That's when she's saying things like, "I hate my life. I hate so, my life. I'm so unhappy." Meanwhile, drunk Yoda, <clears throat> happy double, time. double vodka Red Bull. I have. <laughs> <laughs> 
y'all. It's y'all. He, he's Oof. wanting to. It goes so much that the women are over it. He goes to the bathroom. He pisses. All I, I don't, is it pissing or um it was pee. vomiting he, okay his friend said he peed and didn't make it in the toilet oh so he just peed, so there's peed. just okay. pee everywhere courtney's well, gotta go clean up because lexi's not he's one he's one well i think katie volunteers but uh courtney, courtney said courtney just does can it can you but, imagine if they asked lexi to go do that no never um but did you He's like two drinks away from alcohol poisoning or passing yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, so much, y'all, he's trying to jump off the boat. He's like, I'm a boat. Water's me and me is water. He, his wife says, go to wom, bed. Wom, wom, wom. I don't know what that I means. love wife. I love um, wife. And everyone at this table is miserable, y'all. It's Ex- like if if you've ever yeah. been this drunk at a at a table and you're having fun, everyone else at the table is not having fun and is really disgusted by how you're behaving. That poodle and I have been on both ends of that. Uh, that's true. I don't know that's, if I've, I've ever gotten really drunk at a table before, like at a at a a, a dinner. Remember when I had <laughs> my birthday at Chili's? Oh, maybe you're right. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, I once had a like birthday party at Chili's, and I made everybody drive to the valley, and everybody was furious about it except for Poodle and my other oh, friends. I was Sissy. so happy. <laughs> Everyone was so snobby about except it. Except for too. you and Sissy, they were like Chili's. This is y'all loved it. Um, y'all, the only person that is really happy is Matt because he's like. Oh my God, I don't have to deal with Lexi and service and Courtney's just such a breath of fresh air. She brings the best vibes. But it shows how just She brings such good vibes. But did you hear how he said, she's kind of ditzy, but I love her. And I'm like, uh, he's, he's an such asshole. a fucking he's asshole. A fucking asshole. Um, so anyway. they, they're going to have to dock the boat um, at, because at night. at night, which looks at now. we I, I did talk about what docking was last time. And some of you, you did. Told you had not heard about it. Uh, we were also introduced to plopping, which plopping. is a phenomenon where two Never men who have docked uh-huh. then let it pop out, let both penises pop out of a collective sheath, and it goes uh, boop. <laughs> and people are into that. Uh, must be, must be. Wow, just a that's a that's plopping, y'all. That and that's where. And little Jimmy, that's where drag queens got a tongue pop from. <laughs> so thanks, mommy. They, they are docking. Z's terrified of throwing out uh, the heave line. And y'all, Roy, drunk Yoda is still ordering more drinks. He, at one point, he just runs and almost like almost like like a dog running out in the in the in the, in the road, like gets up on there and they're like, "Don't do it! Don't do it!" And then ha- Captain Sands like, what the fuck? I have and then to something say, falls, and then there's a cliffhanger. Oh, there's a cliffhanger. I have to say, I shade Poodle a lot for his um, drunken behavior. I've never Y'all, done anything like that. <laughs> I'd like to say I haven't. <laughs> you you have. <laughs> but I, I can be that drunk person. You are. You're often that person who does really, really questionable things. I, I am. I am. Yeah. That's why I don't let myself get like that anymore. You you set uh, the trash can on fire once. I did. I was cleaning up early. 
Didn't know. <laughs> He's just poured coals into a trash can, y'all, and it was on fire. I'm like, you <laughs> fucking idiot. That's why you let it burn out. Well, you know, I wanted to clean up. But have you never been to a barbecue? Yes, where- I would never do that in real life. My brother owns a barbecue <laughs> restaurant, Poodle. That's what you, this is what Poodle, when Poodle does things that are drunk, I'm like, well, Poodle, you're drunk. Poodle takes this, like, father Poodle stance of, well, where'd your common sense go, friend? <laughs> Were you not thinking straightly? And I'm like, no, I was blasted drunk. Um. Anyway. You, you've also, yeah, we've had to stop you from doing things, too. We're much like, better. We and you have, have a lot, And you have the strength of a charging buffalo when you're I drunk. I do. Oh, I do. I'm very strong. <laughs> um, very strong. Oh, oh boy. Uh, like Lenny from A Mice and Men. It's true. Y'all, that's the show. That's the show. It was a, it was an okay episode, but the season, that that fourth foreshadowing Oof. looks fantastic. I'm, Matthew's I'm, I'm gonna excited. Quit, y'all. Yeah, Matthew's almost certainly going to quit. Lexi's not long for this boat. No. I mm-hmm. hope, I guarantee you, I, I'm, as much as we know Captain Sandy, she is anything but not a planner. She already has someone lined up. Oh, she's got yeah. A lot, she's got another stuff. She's got, she's probably got a second stew lined up. I, I, I bet as soon as that, yeah, yep, yep, I agree. So, yep. hey, y'all, thank you so much for listening to Below Deck and jumping in with us, in with us on this. We appreciate it very much. As some of, I'm glad because some sissies thought what I, we should say this on our other show so they know. The reason I never watched Below Deck, I thought Below Deck was just, <laughs> well, no. But the reason I is, know what you're going to say. I thought it was Housewives on a boat. Yeah, I did I not thought, know it was. Some this, people thought it was below deck, but like a yacht full of doctors, below deck men. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I never thought that. We have a bunch but, of Carl's wives who thought that. <laughs> I never thought that, but I did not know it was this. Like you mentioned before, the whole no, upstairs, downstairs. No. But we should mention this on our show because we've had Sissy say, "Oh my God." I don't watch a lot oh. of Bravo shows, and this show's so no, good. No, this right show is you. so different. It's so different and so good. So thank y'all for thank y'all for uh, hoisting anchor and coming along with us on this journey. We appreciate it. You can go to Reality Sail Gaze. the Seas with us. Yes, you can go to realitygazepodcast.com Lots to see all the other stuff. Wow. Uh, our Instagram <laughs> is Reality Gaze Podcast. Uh, be sure you can see our memes there. You can see our sissy Christina is knocking them out. We appreciate you. Um, get, find us on Cameo. We can get you a Cameo. And Poodle, that's all I got. What's our sign off for this? Didn't we? S- oh, fuck. Boy, we don't. It was some type of shipping I gotta analogy. write these down. <laughs> we, said something, we do. It said something like... Hoist the... It was something hoist about... The, hoist the sails and... And Jolly shiver, Rogers and sim, semen shiver booty. Arg. We'll see you next time. Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 